When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Turfgrass is important to Wisconsin's agriculture and actually pretty big. Collaborations between farmers and those that work in the turf industry is vital. I am here with Bruce Schweiger, the superintendent of the O.J. Knorr Research Facility in Madison. So, Bruce, tell me more about this research facility. This is kind of a unique facility. Um, we are 27 acres dedicated only to the maintenance and trials and tribulations of turf grass management. So we work on biological controls, chemical controls, different fertilizer needs, fertilizer movement, mycorrhizae movement. Uh, we're an interesting facility. Uh, we're 30 years old. We were named after O.J. Knorr, who was the first true turf grass professor in the United States possibly the world. And this facility is kind of unique because it was built by industry. It cost the university nothing to build. It was a fundraising effort from all the turfgrass industry with a dollar-for-dollar match from UW Foundation opening a world-class facility. Because of the work that we do, we can help homeowners, golf courses, sports fields, parks, just about anybody growing grass with any problems or issues they have, even to the fact that we have a diagnostic lab on site uh, manned by a full-time diagnostician where we can help people solve problems on their turf. So how important is the turf grass industry to agriculture in Wisconsin? People won't think about this, but turf grass is probably the, I think it's the fourth largest crop grown in the state by acreage. You think about everything you see, parks, homes, office parks, roadsides, everything has got turf in it. And the industry that it functions with is a very large industry. And it's a really neat industry because we are connected with, quote, agriculture, the farming community, because so many things that we can have and find come from that group. So we're really interconnected. We'll have situations where, perfect example now is uh, in the ag industry, they've been using GPS sprayers to spray crops and fields for years and years. That technology has been improved and now it's moved into the turf market where we are now looking at a whole new range of sprayers, saving people money, cutting down the pesticides that we use. That was something we got right out of the ag market. The other thing we get out of is a lot of chemistries that we use for different control measures that come directly from ag. They were used in ag. Ag uses them all the time. Due to some researcher's idea or something we find anecdotally, we've been able to have uh, manufacturers bring those to our property. We've been part of developing those that we can and then use those throughout the industry. So we're very interconnected. So you've learned a lot from farmers, but what have you taught farmers? Maybe some projects that, wow, agriculture took a step back and learned something from you, the Turf Grass Association. Oh, I think sometimes when they step back and look, we do a lot of work with uh, nutrient movement. And like Dr. Soldat here on property is one of the probably nation's leaders in nutrient movement. And I think we've heard from the ag industry that they followed some of his work because nutrient movement in soil doesn't matter if it's on corn, soybean, hay, barley, or turf grass. It all is the same thing. And I think they're looking at some of the work we're doing on the mycorrhizae in the soil and some of the phytobiome of what do some of these products that we use, how do they affect, we'll just call it the critters in the soil. And so we've been able to trade things back and forth. So it's really, it's a, it's unique collaboration that I don't think we always think through fully. 
And you say it's really big acreage-wise, but it also employs a lot of jobs, um, whether people are working on golf courses or something within turf grasses. Oh, we're a large employer. I mean, everybody, no matter where you live, sees the lawn and landscape truck going down the street. Everybody's got kids or has grandkids that are in school and are watching them take care of the sports fields or the parks. We are involved in all aspects of your life. And one thing that we think in turf that I think makes us a little different is that turf grass in an industry is huge, but what turf grass is to the state of Wisconsin in the world is we're the frame. You drive by a house and the house looks pretty. If the lawn looks bad, you look at the lawn, not the house. We're the frame that goes around that picture. We're the frame that goes around everything. If we can keep the turf in good shape, we can enhance the look of everything else. Even the fact that I've had some farmers I've talked to when we can enhance just the look of their fields and maybe the runoff areas, what they're doing. We all kind of win that way and turf has that neat. We are, except Lambeau Field and the American Family Field in Milwaukee. We're not the object. We're the frame that makes everything else look better. What a good expression. Now, off that, to those that may have a lawn themselves, bigger or small, what tips do you have? Is there an easy grass to maintain? We have some interesting things here. We've got 167 different turf grass plots. Um, most of them are planted in different varieties or blends of varieties. The key is that I can't tell you what the best is because every site's different. Is it sandy? Is it clay? Is it shady? Is it not shady? We've got that. We've done that research. But what I can tell everybody out there in the ag industry, anybody that has turf, is turf doesn't have to be difficult. It doesn't have to be intensely maintained. First thing I tell everybody when it comes to turf, real simple, feed it a couple times a year, not four times, five. If you can feed it twice a year, the best herbicide is healthy grass. We proved here on property that the best erosion control is a solid stand of grass. The research done here with rain gardens and other things by many times been repeated, there's less runoff from a healthy stand of turf, not a weed infested stand of turf, because there's more plants per area there's less place for the water and the soil to run so just give your fur give your lawn your turf couple furts a year maybe late april early june maybe late august early september you'll see a huge improvement in weeds and when you're improving weed control you're going to get a lot of benefits of less runoff less phosphorus running into lakes all that so the turf could be a great filter one of the things that we need to understand when it comes to uh, weed control and turf is that height of cut is huge there's no reason to cut your lawn like a golf course that doesn't it's not meant to do that a three inch to three and a half inch height of cut you'll cut down the frequencies you have to mow that's been proved by dr soldat and a professor out of nebraska you'll get a better stand of turf you get a healthier stand of turf don't go crazy three inches and you'll get yourself a lot of weeds under control so what challenges have you ran into uh, with Wisconsin's weather or some things that you've seen um, in, in today's world? Well, weather's always an issue. I mean, we get hot and dry uh, and, you know, turf isn't happy. Most turf likes to be grown at a temperature under 80 degrees. So we get 90 degree days like it may be this afternoon. That's not the prime growing conditions for turf. But what I always try to tell homeowners is turf has survived for thousands of years. You have to make a decision if it gets dry. You either water it all the time to keep it alive or you let it go and let it go dormant. It won't die. It will come back. But if you water it and weeks later or during a drought, you get sick of watering it, it will then die. Let it do itself. I am the turf grass manager here. I haven't watered my yard at my house in 13 years. We've been through some droughts. I'd like to have you see my lawn at three inches after 13 years. Pretty simple. After taking care of the property, I don't run home and manicure my yard, but it looks good. Well, that is interesting. Do you have any further comments on that you would like to share? 
it's been really nice in the last, I want to say five, 10, maybe, maybe 10, 15 years to start seeing the turf grass industry really try to partner with the ag industry. And we're kind of all going the same direction. And there's been more of a partnership and it hasn't been, and I don't want to say it was antagonistic before, but there may have been a time in turf where we looked elitist and maybe we weren't uh, as grounded. It, it, there was the appearance, but understand as a farmer has to be a great steward of his environment because that's how he makes a living. We have to be the same thing. We have limited amount of resources, limited amount of budgets. We have to be great stewards of the environment. And in the recent times, I've seen both sides realizing we're both great stewards of the environment. And that was Bruce Schweiger, the superintendent of the OJ Knoll Research Facility in Madison. Maybe some tips for you to watch your own grass or something you didn't know before. Turf grass is important to Wisconsin's agriculture and conversations are happening between farmers and those that work in the turf grass industry to help solve the challenges they are facing. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Michelle Stangler.